Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. We tackle the challenges of indie game development head on from the technical to the emotional and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode. And if you haven't already done so, then please give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome. Today I want to talk to you about how to stay motivated even when you hate your game. So a while back I experienced a really interesting situation that I've never been in before and it's when I was working on my first commercial game, Veil of Maya, and I started to hate my game during the development process. I never experienced this before and this has definitely led to some challenges for me. It's hard to want to sit and work on something that can be mentally draining when you absolutely hate it. And this led me to really wonder, how am I gonna finish this game if my motivation is already starting to disappear? Because this was at this point, it had only been six months and I already was wanting to move on to another project. What is that? So an interesting thing that I've come to realize since starting development on our game, Veil of Maya, is that game development is such an emotional challenge. I knew it was a technical challenge where I was going to always have to learn new things and constantly improve my skills, but I didn't expect it to be such an emotional journey. That's why I make all these episodes, because I just know that making games can be such an emotionally challenging thing, and I really just want this podcast to be able to help people out there. So first, let's talk about why motivation to work on your video game won't always be there. And then I'll share what has helped me personally just to keep chipping away and working on projects even when I don't really want to. So first, we need to tackle why is it so hard to stick with your game and finish it? So you're not lazy, okay? It's not because you have bad habits. It's not because you're doing anything wrong. You're going to have trouble with motivation when working on your game because you are human, right? If you look deep inside yourself, you're going to find that every single person on this planet actually lives with the same core fear. You have it, everybody else has it. And it's the fear that you're not good enough. We all want to like make our mark on the world and be somebody. And we all have fears that we're not good enough to be able to do that. We're not impressive enough. We're not smart enough. We're not talented enough. We're not creative enough, whatever, right? And I don't know what it is about making games specifically, but that fear in me is alive and well every single day. <laughs> and the longer I stick with a project, the louder that fear seems to get. So with Veil of Maya, we're taking huge inspiration from Hollow Knight and Ori in the Blind Forest, and those games are astounding, okay? Particularly, for at least for me, with Hollow Knight, I did not just play that game and enjoy it. There was like, there was a flare of magic that I felt when I played that game, and all I wanted to do was play that game when I first discovered it. I, it consumed me for a little while. That experience, it's not even something that I can really describe with words. It's just a feeling, right? That game made me desperately want to like explore that entire world and fight even more bosses and just do more. I wanted more. I wanted Hollow Knight to be bigger. And then there's my game. And this goes for all the projects I work on. When I'm not working on my YouTube channel, I'm working on my games. And I can tell you that when I'm working on Veil of Maya or right now Samurado, that magic feeling is definitely not there right now. Anxiety and an almost heavy despair is more what I have been feeling, okay? And a big part of the problem is that I'm comparing my game to other games. 
when that feeling flares up for me, that is what is usually happening. And it's not only my game, but I'm comparing myself as like a person and as a developer and how slow progress has felt from my end and how other devs seem to be faster or more talented or like they have better ideas. Now, I am super passionate about making video games. Like I have to actively try really hard to always not be constantly talking about it because it consumes my thoughts. It drives my wife crazy. It drives my family crazy, I'm sure. So how can someone like me who is obsessed with making games be feeling so deflated and unmotivated to work on a game that actually shows potential, I think, as a commercial product? Another reason is because the more work I put into this game, the more it's kind of taking over my identity. And what I mean is my identity has slowly become I am the developer of Veil of Maya. I am the developer of Samurado. And now my self-esteem is wrapped tightly around the games that I'm working on. I know this is true because of how sensitive I am to criticism. Like, it's really bad. I honestly, I shouldn't be allowed to be on YouTube or on podcasts or anything like that because one little comment about the game can ruin my entire day. And I have to be careful with that. And currently, the state of my game is scary. There are dozens of things that need to be redone from scratch, and this goes for every game I work on. With every new feature I add, I introduce dozens of bugs into the game. There are some really basic core functionalities that I have to go back and completely redo from scratch. And so my self-esteem is wrapped very tightly around something that's broken and buggy and incomplete and, you know, ultimately just a video game. And now every time any little problem comes up, I have to fight off thoughts about how I have no business doing what I'm doing and that I'm not smart enough to be a game developer. So when I lay it all out like that, it's obvious as to why I'm having trouble staying motivated to work on the game. So with all of that being said, what can we do to help turn it around when we're feeling like this? One of the things you can do is to detach yourself from the project. You are not your game. It's awesome that you have so much passion, but you're just a person trying to figure out how to make a video game. That means you are a person who is allowed to make mistakes and you are allowed to have ideas that don't always pan out. Just because you don't get everything perfect on the first try doesn't mean you aren't meant to be here doing what you're doing. I don't actually have any friends that make video games, so I kind of see myself as an outsider compared to a lot of the other devs. And I'm being 100% sincere when I say this, but when I'm in a moment of doubt and I picture myself compared to other devs, it's like it's my first day on the job. I'm like a lawyer and I just graduated from law school and it's my first day at this huge firm and they're all there in their fancy suits and they're talking about mergers and acquisitions and a bunch of fancy stuff that I don't even understand and I can't even find my way to the bathroom. And my suit is from Walmart and my briefcase is completely empty except for the peanut butter sandwich that I made for lunch. That's how it feels when I compare myself to other game developers. Hopefully that, that metaphor kind of makes sense. It's like I'm 100% pretending so when I'm having moments like that, I just, I try to remind myself, it's just a game. You're making it so people can have fun and be entertained. That's all I want. If I hand someone a controller and I ask them if they want to play, I just want them to have a good time. That's all I want. You're a game developer. So, you know, try not to take everything so seriously. If you're stepping up to your computer and you're working on your game, you're doing awesome. And you deserve to be called a developer, no matter where your skill level may be. You might be a beginner. Doesn't matter. You're still a developer. All right. So. The next thing is to learn to love feedback, especially when it's critical feedback. And getting feedback on your game is really difficult. It's hard not to take feedback personally. So when I get feedback on my game, I try to immediately ask myself the following question. Are they in the target audience for my game? And if they are, would using that feedback improve my game or take away from the game? 
That's it. I try not to take it any further than that. It really is that simple. If they're not in your target audience, well, that settles the matter, right? The game was not meant for them, so their feedback should not be taken into account, period. And if they are in your target audience, then just know they are not criticizing you or the work that you've done necessarily. They're just criticizing one thing about your game that they personally did not like. They don't have your vision. They don't have any context other than what they just played. Maybe it's just a 15-minute demo, right? But if their feedback is valid, then just consider it. It's your game. It's your decision. But know that players that give critical feedback, they're just trying to express a feeling that your game gave them. And if it was a feeling that they did not like, like maybe they felt frustrated by something, that's not their fault for feeling frustrated. Something in the game made them feel that way. So if that's the case, you might want to take note of what it is that they're saying. And you don't have to take it personally. It's just another way to make your game even better. So another really good way to stay motivated to work on your game, even when you hate it, is to focus on habits, not goals. Okay, let me preface this by saying I love goals. I'm a very, very goal oriented person. But with that being said, I think that goals can sometimes hurt your productivity and actually make it less likely that you're going to finish your project. Most games are going to take you a long time to make. Full-time, part-time, either way, doesn't matter. We're usually talking about years here, okay? And making goals for something that huge in scope with so many variables, let's just say that things will go wrong. You will make goals that were unrealistic from the start, and it can feel really defeating when you are constantly missing deadlines and you're not completing your goals on time. It's hard to stay motivated when that happens. So what can help is trying to focus on habits and small chunks of time, right? So doing devlogs are actually really helpful for me personally in the development process because it forces me to hyper focus on whatever topic that I choose for the devlog. And it helps me to keep on track because of the video. I have a set time each day where I work on my game. And even on the days that I really, really, really don't want to work, I always make myself go do work anyways, because once you're actually sitting and your project is open and you're working, you kind of get into it. I heard a saying once, action breeds action. Inaction breeds more inaction. And I can tell you from my own experience, from both sides of that coin, this is 100% true. Because you know when I really don't want to work on my game? It's when I'm freaking sitting on the couch, not working on my game. When I'm actually on the computer working, it's great. I'm enjoying myself. I'm into it. And the time just slips away. So I'm not saying do not make goals. Goals give you a direction to hedge towards. So they're important for that. What I am saying is zoom in and focus in on something that's more immediate and something that is more within your control. More within your control of I'm going to make a game in two years. That's really broad. And if you fail, that sucks, right? But if you zoom in on something like I'm going to implement this mechanic in three days, then that might be doable, right? It's more within your control. So your habits are within your control. So you might as well form habits that make you a kick-ass game developer. So another thing that I need to tell you is that you need to be okay with everything feeling like it's broken or crappy. This is your game, your vision. You want it to be as awesome as it can possibly be. You probably have a picture of what this game is going to look like in your mind's eye. And because of that, you're going to have insanely high standards for your game, right? And because of how high your standards are, it's going to feel like nothing is as good as you want it to be. So your whole game feels broken and crappy, basically. 
it's just been my experience that things usually feel this way for the majority of the development of your game. It's like this house of cards that's just going to collapse at any minute. And everything kind of starts coming together towards the end. But up until that point, it's like a fragmented hard drive. You're, you just have a little bits of working pieces scattered all over the place, but none of them fit together properly yet. This is normal. It is a part of the process and it will not last forever. This does not make you a bad developer. Remember that. All right. Another thing, take days off. I have heard talk of never have a zero day, right? Meaning never let a day go by without at least putting in a little bit of work into your game. And I understand the premise behind that philosophy and different things work for different people. That's also a really great way to establish good work habits. So if you are trying to form good habits, that's a really, really great philosophy to follow. But to me, that feels like it could be a slippery slope towards this kind of hustle culture where if you're getting more than four hours of sleep a day, then you're not working hard enough, right? And that shit, it's, it's not healthy. It doesn't feel healthy to me. The thing of it is, is some of you will work really well with a flexible schedule. My wife, for example, okay, she works really well like that. She does not work during her allotted time if she doesn't feel like it, but she always makes the time up later on and gets her work tasks done on time. She focuses on tasks by a certain date rather than a certain number of hours worked each day. Sometimes she sporadically takes days off and puts in more time the rest of the week. I see it happen all the time with her. That's what works for her. That does not work all that great for me, though. So you need to do what works for you. I can be pretty rigid, and I like really, really strict schedules where I work from this time to this time. That's what works for me. But either way, no matter which side you land on, you need days off here and there. And you need guilt-free days off here and there. And that last part's the most important part. Otherwise, it's not worth it, okay? You don't want to get out of your good habits and you don't want to indulge in resistance to working. This is totally different, okay? But occasionally, you do need space from your project. I try not to work on weekends. Doesn't always work out that way, but I do try not to, at least Sundays. I often do a little bit on Saturdays, but you need days off to not be a developer and to enjoy other aspects of your life. You will come back to your project refreshed and with more energy if you give yourself some time off every once in a while. You do not need to work 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Here's the last thing, okay? And it's probably the most important. I always save the most important for last. Change your perspective. Honestly, the older I get, the more I realize that perspective not just with game development, but with everything in life. Perspective is everything. This is something I get to do versus this is something I have to do, right? That distinction in your mindset is going, it can change your entire day. When you have to do something, some little part of you wants to be a rebel and go against that. I'm not sure what that is. I feel like it's probably just human nature. But when you get to do something, you're just more likely to want to do it. You're going to feel grateful that you get to do it. So now you're getting work done and you feel better about it. Maybe this sounds corny. That's okay. I don't mind if it does because honestly, this is the thing that helps me more than anything else because every morning when all the stress of the day hits me and I'm mentally running through a list of all the things that I need to do that day, I really try to take a deep breath, even if it's just for a minute and change my thoughts to instead of like, this is all the stuff that has to be done. I try to change it to I get to have a full day where this is what I do, right? I'm a game developer. I get to figure out how to squash these bugs today. I'm a game developer. I get to grind it out and create, you know, a new level today, whatever it is. 
The task itself isn't always enjoyable, but overall, you're a game developer. You get to make games that other people are going to enjoy, and that's an amazing thing. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like you. Thanks so much. Bye.